sounds like, but that is certainly what mine has sounded like for the last what seems like an eternity of quarantine. Uh, welcome to Teacher Sauce, riding solo to begin this today. Laura is at home with her beautiful uh, child, and so we're unable to connect today, but uh, rest assured we will be back in action soon. I wanted to touch base with everyone and just really, I don't know, take a moment to digest the craziness uh, that we're embarking on. A couple weeks ago, we kind of knew this was coming. There had been talks about other states and countries shutting schools down. And so I can't say that I was surprised when we were told to make sure that our desks were cleared off for deep cleaning and to take home everything we thought we may need for the foreseeable future. I remember feeling this pit in my stomach because it was so unlike anything I'd ever experienced as an educator, a parent, a human. I had nothing to really anchor to as far as what was next. And I remember cleaning off my desk and a colleague said to me, are you nervous about, you know, this, this virus? And my response was, I am absolutely not scared of getting sick. I am worried for our kids as a collective. I know in middle school, a lot of kids act like they don't care. There's a lot of silliness. They were excited to leave school thinking that they were going on the eternal spring break. Nervousness is, is contagious, like anything. Laughter is contagious. Fear is contagious. And there was an element of nervousness in the air. And I, I have no doubt that kids felt some of that too. And so they could have been laughing on the way out the door. But I also know there was this ucky feeling. That's the most uh, mature professional word I can use right now. There was just this ucky feeling that they were going to be going into this unpredictable time as well. And there was nothing that I felt I could do at that moment to either prepare them, to set them up. I just felt a little helpless. I'm just gonna go and say it, I, I felt a little bit of fear. And when people are afraid, they tend to go to a, a default mode. A, they rely on some basic, some basic things that have worked in the past. And at that moment, I, I needed to feel some, some elements of control. I wanted a concrete plan. I don't know about you guys, but I know a lot of the teachers around me, they wanted dates, they wanted answers, they wanted a description of what learning was going to look like, they wanted to know if they were going to be expected to be prepared for things for students, they wanted to know what their role was going to be, they just wanted answers, and I did too. And I felt extremely frustrated, but yet I am also well aware that no one had those answers to give as far as how long we're going to be in this, as far as what the state expectations would be for learning online, at home, 
And that's just my role in teacher world. Let's not forget that the teachers who are parents are also trying to digest that. Who the hell is going to teach my kid? I, I can't teach my kid and do whatever is expected of me at home to teach others. Or I rely on the efficiency of going to work to have time to think. I don't know about you guys, but when I'm at home with my my little ones, it is really hard to think. I just, yeah, I wanted to pull my hair out. And it's funny because I I don't typically, my personality is not one that I typically get rattled. And I was rattled. And then I felt a little weak by that and, and that I didn't want my kids to pick up on that feeling of, uh-oh, something's not right. Mom doesn't look very confident about about things. So I did what I could control, and that was create a learning plan for my own two children at home. And that sucked for them, I'm sure, because they were as excited as middle schoolers to, to know that they weren't going to have to go to school for a little bit. But I'm sure if you have kids at home or you've already started connecting with some of your learners online, you notice that real quick kids got over that excitement of not going to school and really wanted wanted to be back into their routines. My kids at home, especially because they're so young, they really rely on a routine. And so they immediately began just lashing out at one another, as you got to preview at the beginning of this. And they got frustrated with me. They were really upset that they couldn't go on playdates. They were upset that they couldn't see their friends. My kids are too young. They don't have cell phones. So how am I going to talk to them? My son was relying completely on Roblox to communicate to his friends. But my daughter, who's in first grade, really had no avenue of connecting with some of those kids on a regular basis. And they missed their teachers. Boy, immediately I saw the need for wanting to connect with their teachers. My personal district that my students, that my uh, children are in, had some plus, like some lesson plans already ready to go. And so the kids really wanted to send that work to their teacher to get feedback or just to say, hey, look what I'm learning or for that validation. So I initially had sent some of that work just via email and the teachers were great about responding and and giving my children accolades or that validation via email. And so it meant the world to them. And then I, I just, I guess I got smacked in the face with when we think we're being pulled apart, our greatest call is really to be connected. And our students have seen technology, especially at the middle school level, as a weapon, as divisive, as a distraction, they've got to experience that part of technology. But now we're being called to use that same vehicle to give them the assurance that we're there, even when we're not clocking in the hours day to day at school, to give them that feeling that no matter what, that there is a constant in their lives, we will always be their champion, and we will always be looking to see how we can best support their growth and success. Before I introduce my guests for the day, I have to say 
if you're a teacher and you're listening, which I don't know if you were not a teacher, why you would be listening, um, <laughs> unless you're my mother. Um, but if you're a teacher, I want you to hear how absolutely proud I am of our profession. I cannot ever recall a time in my history of feeling so embraced by, by society as an essential. This terrible tragedy has, if anything, shown us how crucial education is in the lives of our students, and it has shown us that we are damn good at responding in times of need. We really know how to get shit done, and I can't, I can't express how proud I am of the staff that I work with and how connected I feel to different educators that either contact me or I, I speak to social media that I don't work with. I just feel so damn proud of all of you who are stepping up for your kids, uh, both at home and via e-learning, virtual learning, whatever you want to call it. You don't miss a beat to tell kids that you love them and to be there for them. And so my hat goes off to all of you educators out there who are doing your best to adapt so that kids can get some normalcy during this crazy, crazy time. So um, I'm going to introduce two, uh, two guests that are the light of my life and the reason I have bald patches from ripping my hair out as well. Uh, I thought it would be most appropriate to hear from the mouth of babes so without further ado, I'm going to introduce my two children and ask them some questions about their experience thus far in homeschooling world. So without further ado, welcome. To my right here, I have my oldest. And what, what grade are you? What's your age? I am nine years old and I'm in third grade. Okay. And then to my left, I have my youngest. I'm six years old and I'm in first grade. Six years old, first grade. So my question for you guys, by the way, thanks for being on Teacher Sauce. Uh, my question for you guys is what is the best part about being homeschooled? Um, because I get to sleep in and school only starts at like 9.30 or 10 or really late. And then we get to like, you know, have the morning to just sleep and relax. Okay, so getting a later start to the day is helpful for you? What do you think? Um, like Aiden said, I get to sleep in. Well, also I get to be with my family and yeah. Yeah, being with family is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. What's the hardest part about all of a sudden now? Mom is your teacher. Homeschool. What's the hardest part? She's way strict, and also like you know it's hard because you know we have to go on these hard things, and it's hard to keep your focus, and also because we don't have any friends to talk to. Okay, so you think I'm strict, and because you use the word hard like 25 times, do you really think the, the lessons you're doing are hard right now? A little bit. They're not like really hard. They're just like 1% hard. I noticed you said it's hard to focus. Is it harder to focus at home than at school? Yeah, definitely. Wait, what'd you say again? What's the hardest part? Yeah. The hardest part is like you don't get to see your friends that much. So not getting to see your friends? And also... Um, I don't have my normal teacher that I normally have. Like, I usually have my, my teacher and I like a different teacher. Not me. Yeah. Yeah. You miss your teacher a lot? Yeah. So, I'm going to ask you this, Miss Big First Grader. What do you miss most about school? I miss my teacher. You miss your teacher the most? Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, what about you, young, I young man? I miss my friend Patrick. I mean Patrick, sorry, not Patrick. So you miss your friends the most? Yeah. Yeah. Final question. What do you think your teacher's doing right now? Realistically, she's just doing these work pages and stuff. And she's probably teaching her own kids or something. Okay, so you think your teacher's teaching her own kids and putting together worksheets. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what? I think she's putting together e-learning for us to do. Okay, well, you know what? It's interesting that you guys both know that your teachers are still working for you right now. Right? Mm-hmm. Thank you for, for uh, coming on to Teacher Sauce. I appreciate yeah. your time. Uh, how has it been getting along with each other being stuck pretty, at home? Pretty good the last like couple of you know, weeks and stuff. Yeah. You, it's hard. It's hard to get along with sometimes one another. Sometimes it's hard and sometimes it's easy. <laughs> sometimes it's hard for me. Well, Listening to you guys fight is hard for me sometimes. Or all the time. It's hard but, for me. But, but we have to eat early. So has it been getting easier? Yeah. Because we've been at it now for, what, two two weeks we've been home? Is it getting a little easier to know that, you know... What the routine is? The routine and mm. kind of accept the fact that you might not get to see your friends for a while. Yeah, but I play Roblox, so I get to see my friends on Roblox. You do get to see your friends on Roblox a little bit. Mm. What's your number one thing to do to, to have fun right now while we're stuck inside? Because the weather has not been great either. So I'll say, what's your number one thing to do, inside or outside, to, to pass the time? Uh, Roblox. Roblox. Big fan of Roblox. Big fan. Got it. What about you? I don't really know, but me me and my brother did make that, you know, one fun thing. Like, oh. So that's actually been really fun. That's actually been really fun. So tell me about your worm farm. Well, we have this um, like little group. It's only me and my brother. It's called the Worm Buddies. And... We have a map of the whole back of the yard, and and my brother named all the places. We have a meeting room. So you guys kind of created a club in the backyard? Yeah. I really like when you guys spend time out there. It's very peaceful in the yeah, house. Yeah, but then. today we're going to make decorations. <laughs> well, today you're going to decorate it? Yeah. Okay. Well, best of luck with your worm farm. Thank you again. For yeah. coming on. You've been a great guest. Maybe you come back on again sometime. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And looking ahead uh, into the future weeks, we're going to try to keep bringing you guys some different guest speakers, some teachers from all over, different grades, different specialties, listening to what they're doing on how they're adapting to this new way of learning, this new platform of delivering education, and how they're maintaining their peace and sanity while their children or pets or crazy relatives that may be quarantined at home with them are in the background as well. So thanks for your patience today. Uh, Next week we'll have Laura and we'll be back to a semi-regular schedule. I also want to just do a little shout out to all of our healthcare professionals that are on the front lines, all of our first responders, all of those people, supermarket employees, people that are, are keeping this world going while everyone else is on lockdown and having the benefit of being able to stay home and keep safe. Thank you for putting yourselves out there and for helping all of us uh, try, to, try to flatten this curve out. I appreciate it. So till next time, I have no clank, just my coffee here uh, to end our podcast. But till next time, friends, be well.